feeling anxious is pretty much a normal part of life for a lot of women, right? Wouldn't you agree? And yes, it comes and goes. It comes in waves, but it's never enjoyable. It's never where we want to stay. And we can tell ourselves all we want that we shouldn't be feeling that way. But the reality is we feel it. And for whatever reason, for whatever is happening in our environment, in our life, in our moment, right then when we are feeling most anxious, it's really one of those situations where we don't want to shame ourselves and tell ourselves to snap out of it, right? Or you don't want to tell someone else to snap out of it. So what do we do? Because we know that God does not want us to stay in a state of anxiety. So what do we do? I'm going to talk a little bit about this today. And honestly, I got the inspiration for this from a sermon I listened to this week. So go ahead and grab your Bible and maybe your journal. And this will be a quick episode on anxiety. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Okay, so I'm kind of stealing a little bit from my pastor, (laughs) but I don't think he would mind. Um, Part of what he was talking about on Sunday was a little bit about anxiety, but it just really spoke to me. It wasn't the main crust of his message, but it jumped out at me, and I wanted to share with you what he was teaching us. So the fact of the matter is, as Christian women, we should want to do life differently. We should not want to look like the world and we should not want to do the things of the world. So that means we have to do things differently. That means that we need to look at our stress, look at our anxiety differently too, right? Because as we are set apart, We don't look at stress and anxiety the way the world does. We look within and we look in the word for peace and for help and for resources. Like the Bible is our massive resource. So we need to look to the word of God first and foremost, turning to God for all of our emotional needs, for everything that we're feeling emotionally, because God created us to be emotional. Like he knows that we are emotional beings because he created us that way. But he wants us to turn to him. He wants us to take all of our cares, all of our worries, all of our anxieties to him so that he can walk with us through it. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, 
present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So right there, he's saying, listen, don't worry. Bring it to me. Bring it to the Father. And the peace of God will be right there with you. How often do we do that, though? How often are we bringing all of our requests to the Father, all of our anxiety to the Father, all of our fears, our worries, those anxious thoughts that keep us up in the middle of the night? How often are we really bringing that to the Father? So I wanted to share three ways that my pastor, (laughs) when he was talking about this, that we can the way he said it, how not to worry. And that, you know, kind of sounded a little simplistic when I heard him say that. But again, right there, Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry. So, you know, he's getting that from the word of God. So how can we not worry? Well, number one, we can remember God's provision in the past. Where has he brought us? What growth have we had? What fire did he bring us out of? And fire has been my word for intense stress, trauma, whatever, because I lived through it. I lived through a severe, stressful situation for three and a half years, and I couldn't see my way out. And the only way I could see even a glimmer of my way out was to turn to God the Father and to turn to his word and to hold on to his promises because all of his promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. But we are a forgetful people. We are just like the Israelites. We forget. We forget how far God has brought us. We forget his provision in the past. So we really want to hone in on that, really hang on to the fact that wow, God has really brought me through some pretty dark places. He's been there right with me every step of the way. The example that our pastor gave when he was talking about this is from Mark chapter 8. And this is when Jesus is giving the lesson to the disciples about the Pharisees and Herod. And so the disciples were talking about bread, the fact that they didn't have bread So I I just, I'm not going to take the time to read this, but I highly recommend reading Mark 8, specifically verses 11 through 21. So Mark 8, 11 through 21, that'll give you some really good context. But God provided in that context, he was talking about the loaves and the fish and how he provided enough food for 5,000 plus people, 4,000 plus people, like on multiple occasions, he multiplied the amount of food that they, that they had so that everyone had enough. And so to that point, we need to remember God's provision in the past. How has he provided for you in the past? And I highly recommend jotting it down. I know not everybody likes to journal, but some things we really need to be journaling regularly. And gratitude is one of those things. And gratitude will help to relieve anxiety. Our anxiety becomes lower as we are remembering all of the things that God has brought us through. Which brings us to point two, which is remember who is in your boat. 
Now, again, I am completely stealing this from my pastor. Remember who is in your boat. And that's because, again, go back to Mark chapter 8. He's in the boat. Jesus is in the boat with the disciples. So remember who God is. Remember his majesty. Remember his power. Remember who you are because of him. And I need to read this quote that Pastor Chad said. I had to write it down because it was such an aha moment. He said, we experience anxiety in direct proportion to our intimacy with God. Let me say that again. We experience anxiety in direct proportion to our intimacy with God. How close are we to God? Are we seeking him daily throughout the day? Are we seeking him first thing in the morning? Do we desire to be in the presence of God Almighty? Do we desire to share all of our burdens, all of our joys, all of our day in and day out details of our lives with our Heavenly Father? And if you can't say yes, then it's a sign that you really need to work on your relationship with God. You need to work on growing and strengthening that relationship with God. Because when you do that, you will have more peace and you will experience less anxiety. And then the third point is to memorize scripture. And one of my very favorite chapters that just gives such an amazing amount of peace is Psalm 91. So I highly recommend you reading Psalm 91. But I also want to leave you with Psalm 61. And I'm going to read this. It's 1 and 2. Psalm 61 verses 1 and 2. God, hear my cry. Pay attention to my prayer. I call to you from the ends of the earth when my heart is without strength. Lead me to a rock that is high above me. And you can continue on to read 3 and 4. For you have been a refuge for me, a strong tower in the face of the enemy. I will dwell in your tent forever and take refuge under the shelter of your wings. Which I just love that because Psalm 91 talks about how God is a refuge for us and he will cover us with his wings. So Psalm 61, maybe memorize 1 and 2, but 1 through 4 is really, really comforting. And then Psalm 91, but essentially, again, I'm going to rip off a quote from Pastor Chad He said, scripture shatters anxiety. And I just want you to hold on to that. You might need to write that down on a sticky note and post that on your laptop, on your bathroom mirror, in your Bible, put it on a three by five card, something. But somebody needs to hear that scripture shatters anxiety. And that doesn't mean that the enemy is not going to try again and again to attack you because his game is to attack our mind. However, when we put on the full armor of God, then we are able to combat that and we are able to hold up our shield and cling to the truth of God's word. Scripture shatters anxiety. So I just want to go over those three points again. Remember God's provision in the past. Remember who is in your boat, who is on your side. And three, memorize scripture. So I really hope that this was helpful for you. I pray that this gives you encouragement. 
Thank you, Pastor Chad Harvey from Cross Assembly. <laughs> Thank you for the inspiration behind this because I just knew when I heard some key things that he was saying, I just knew I couldn't just keep that to myself. So I took a ton of notes and I just wanted to share that with you. Let me pray over you. Father God, we know that it is not your will for us to be anxious and feeling alone because we know that we are not alone. But oftentimes we get caught up in our humanness, our human feelings. So Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit's presence will be with us and just surround us, that you will cover us with your feathers and that we will find peace in you, the peace that only you can give us. Lord, help us to run to you in each and every situation. Help us to not look to our own strength. Help us not to look to the world for help and support and stress-reducing tips, but help us to look to you, Father. You are the author and the perfecter of our faith. And so we ask you for help this day, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, that's what I have for you today. I hope that was helpful. And if it was, I ask that you would share it with a friend, share it with somebody else who could also use a little bit of encouragement from God's word and take just a few seconds to go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. This will help other women just like you to find the show. And it just lights me up so much to read each and every review. So thank you so much. I pray you have an amazing weekend. And remember, you are a beautiful treasure. Thank you.